0: Let's go, y'all! Clean everything everything around. Me. Me. We the money. stop. Dollars. Okay. Hi everyone, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Arch Conversation 9.0, fourth episode. Today we are in a space that we designed, as in Queen Pine Arch, with the person who helped us to shoot the location, Ko Jie Hello. And this is the first time I think we've worked together. Yeah. Properly. Known, I've known of him for a really long time, so do you want to introduce like what you do for a living?
1: Yeah, um, so I specialise in architecture and interior photography and I work predominantly with um, designers like herself and also architects uh, and developers as well um, in hospitality and variety to skyscrapers to small scale uh, retail shops and F&B as well.
0: So, that's why I brought him here today because the overarching theme is discipline and as like, basically, as a freelancer, you own your own business, yeah. so to speak. Yes. And I feel like he's very busy. He's a two-month <laughs> two month waiting list like your Michelin star, yeah? So, how, first, how do you build that? Like, how do you know that, oh, I, I love doing interior shots?
1: I, I didn't really find out that I like it. I, it was by chance, actually. I met... Um, couple of friends that were doing this um, and they asked that if you want to try I didn't have a portfolio as well so it was actually Dean la. He mm. didn't. he's actually my very first client
0: Dean aka F bastard <laughs> but doesn't go But Dean Chiu, Dean Chiu yeah.
1: so we photographed a uh, total showroom and that was like 10, 11 years ago mm. And but
0: what was your background in terms of education? Computer did you study science. it? Oh, okay. I was
1: in poly doing like be but sick. why
0: would he randomly ask you to shoot like a space?
1: I was already doing um photographs, but okay, that's, okay. that's not of like hobby architecture. okay it's, okay it was just like a hobby thing mm. and uh, so somehow um through someone else i I knew of Dean and then mm. they say like you ought to just come in and try so I said, yeah sure, why not i mean I mean just because at the point of time I was assisting um I was assistant to a hotel photographer. Mm. So I have a little bit of, like, knowledge, but not not entirely. Mm. And I'm very happy that, I'm, and grateful that they gave me the chance to um, sit in. And, and the first project is already, like, a pretty a, substantial one. Uh, yes. It's like a, a total brand, showroom. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a big one. So that kind of helped me uh, along the way, yeah.
0: I have so many questions because, like, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, even in photography, right, like, lifestyle, like, human, like war journalism all kinds of photography takes i feel like years to hold that experience Mm. and like how many years have been like you said 12 so like
1: 11 actually yeah yeah
0: so like a decade after yeah like how do you like okay how do you train your eye do you think it's something you can train or that like certain people just have a better eye than others when it comes to interiors
1: i think you can get exposure to learn about the practice it's um, a lot of um, homework where you look at references if you want to do it. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't rely on the references. You need to start understanding how um, the space feel in terms of um, dimension, in terms of scale, you know, like how um, furniture works within the spaces. It's by experience, bit by bit, you build up. But yes, by hard work, I think it's possible. It's not something that, you know, they you cannot safe, achieve without. Yeah, yeah. they say photographers need to have a special eye, right? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Um, with enough hard work, I believe you can get to a certain point, but of course, to the next level, you need to start in building some other pieces, such as um, opinions. You need to start understanding design a little bit more. That's where the eye kind of transform a little bit more where it's more of your own. So you have
0: your own style now. Yes. Do you feel like when you... People... Have you like... People approach you and say, hey, is this your work? Because mm. I'm sure... Most people would have seen his work if you follow like architectural interior design. But they may not know the face who shot the pictures. But do you have friends who know you personally and say like, hey, I feel it. Would, did you shoot this? Because it seems like something, you know, you would do.
1: Quite funny. Actually, there's a lot of time people will text me and say, oh, I've seen the picture. And... I thought it's you and I look at the credit and it's you. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, I, I think there's a little bit of a recognisable look, uh, maybe certain tone that I use and mm. the colour I use that yeah, uh, people are used to. If they look at the publication quite often, yes, they do notice it. Um, but if you are not sensitive to colours and all, it's probably quite hard to tell. Mm. I think that although the other problem is more like within the industry in Singapore, um, I don't think the designer are looking for something that is very obvious. Mm. They kind of prefer that the photograph. I know should, what you I mean. Yeah. Being the it's background. Just neutral. Yeah, right. super neutral. It's not
0: like this is somebody's work. Yeah, exactly. I know what you I mean. Exactly. I know exactly what you I mean. Because once you change the temperature or the colour, then it's not real. They want it to just look as real as possible. So that it's like this is a portfolio, this is what you can achieve, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. But yeah. I, I feel like what I'm trying to give is not 100 percent reality. I think I'm trying to talk about the the mood the the you know the sensation how the space is cinematic
0: I think that's why I approached you like obviously I've seen his work before and also from through Dean like uh, uh, my boyfriend's sister is his friend too like things like that like having known him you know like when you kind of know someone you have a there's a there's a stronger pull than reaching <laughs> out to like an unknown person yeah but also because like I that's the way I see photographs hmm. that's the way I see interior design yeah. It's not just like it shouldn't only look good in photos. It's not a technical thing either. Yeah. It's a feeling. Yeah. When you walk into a space, you should be transformed and feel a certain way. And I think that your pictures like explain that for me. In mm-hmm, in a space that mm-hmm. like basically a space that I designed, I would like it. I would like the feeling that you, you know, give to people.
1: Do you think that like, designing a space should have a certain narration, direction? certain um, connectivity between the, the areas.
0: I feel like, once again, like what you said, right? Like there's so many different kinds of designers, like there are different photographers, right? And then there are also a lot of different clients. Mm. Deep pockets, shallow pockets, right? And okay. then the space, as you said, I feel like that's very important because yeah. like if a space with no windows, mm. then you need to create a lot of natural light or like yeah. light that feel like yeah. natural lighting because natural light is what makes us feel alive, I feel. Like yeah. the space has the most yeah. it, vibrance, right? But like, a space with lots of natural light, then we had to find how to dim light a little bit because it might be too harsh. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's... For me, it's that. Playing mm. with a lot of light, especially in Singapore, mm. our, lighting, our sunlight is like insane right, yeah, when it comes yeah. in. Yeah. So understanding where like, the sun rises, sunset, I feel like that's what it is for me. Yeah. And then after that, understanding where the light comes in, how the people live. Every house I do is different, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it should have somewhat of my soul and my essence in it. Mm. 100%. But mostly... It's the client's soul, yeah. not mine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's the same dilemma, right? Mm. The clients, are uh, what do they need and how do you interject what you have uh, within the project? Similarly, like it's for me to understand what you're trying to do as far well as the function for the client. And then within that, I have to extract and create a series of image that work for everybody.
0: Yes, I agree. One more one more point i add on to that for idea. So there are some clients that come in, right? And they are very particular. They know exactly they, or they think they know, you know, a lot of times like clients think they know what they want, but it just doesn't work. The wise don't go that way or, you know, like this custom that way. And when they're so particular, I usually don't want to work with them mm-hmm. because then I feel like you need to design and build. Mm-hmm. You don't need an interior designer. Yeah. You kind of want to manipulate deta- the whole space yeah, yourself. Manipulate deta- you everything see. yourself. Yeah. yeah. So do you find that you pick and choose clients that way?
1: I try to as much as possible. Um... Because at this point of time, I don't feel like I'm aiming for just a job, mm. just to make not quantity. Ins- yeah, yeah, I'm not interested in getting more jobs. I'm more interested in how can I improve. Mm. Every year is really about like what what else can I do, you know? Sometimes after a while, it becomes very formulated. But I feel the approach can keep refresh itself mm. and how we see spaces because like I think. A couple of years ago, we don't think about spaces in terms of like uh, vibe shots Mm, or mm, close-up. We always say like, you know, why? Mm, Just capture everything, right? And even for my kind of work, right, which is like more mood-based, more cinematic, it's not as accepted until recent years that people are more interested in like, okay... Do you think social
0: media did play a part in that?
1: Oh, 100%. Social media and people are like exposed to it and they are saying like, okay, we can try. And it worked out and magazines are waiting to print some of the work. So mm. definitely help a lot. Yeah.
0: Mm. So okay, back to our overarching theme of discipline, right? Being a freelancer, how do you exercise discipline in your daily life? Because mm. I'm sure like you are the one who, who dictates like, do I work every single day or mm. do I work five days a week? Mm. So how do you plan that or how do you decide?
1: Um, I have a quite strict... Um, routine where I only take up to twelve projects a month, and other than that, I have to spend time on um, editing the shots, and then the remainder time thinking about, you know, improving myself, reading, and thinking about what I can add on to the work. That comes from like gaining knowledge, mm. um, learning about the world. And so it's divided equally about uh, about these three. I mean, of course, there's additional to family and yep, yep, yep. friends. Yeah, so socialising, whatnot. Yeah, Yeah. so that's that's the fourth portion, right? So that's um, proportionately ratioed, so I don't burn myself out. Mm.
0: So how many days do you think you're working a month?
1: Um, Inclusive
0: of the editing days, not just your shoot dates.
1: I would say um, 12 plus 6, about 18 to 20 days I'm working. Yeah, by... I try not to exceed that. I feel like that degrades the quality of the work. Mm. So this is where you have to say like, oh, I'm okay to earn a little bit lesser. Yeah. But the quality of the work gets a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So your mind is a bit clearer Mm. and then you 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 stay focused and be consistent and keep doing the same thing. But yet on top of that, what foundation on the foundation what else can you do? Mm. Yeah. So that's a lot of time you have to be super focused, super clear. Otherwise you get um quite muddy, you know. Like what's gonna happen next week, you're not quite sure. Because yeah, just always like I was talking about, like my dates are booked up um one two to months two, two months up. ahead of time. So I do need to know like what's going on and actually every single project I need to do research. Um I for for more complicated like um landed houses, bungalows, skyscrapers, um, skyscrapers. I do have to do quite a bit of research on like where the sun goes. Um Where's the circulation? Um, how is it being used? Like, what are we trying to document? So, there's a portion of research time I have to put in as well on top of the editing time. So, if you don't have a discipline to like set everything straight, right, you'll be a complete mess. Mm-hmm. And so just, time management, yeah. do you think like, time management, schedule management and stuff schedule, like that? Yeah, you know, within two weeks you need to finish certain piece of work. Within a certain week you need to finish all the research. It needs to be on time. You can't just say like, okay, I'm going to take a break. and mm. like, Yeah. Because I
0: feel like that's what people feel about freelancers. Oh, you have oh. it easy, you know, like you don't have to report to a certain schedule. But I think that in order to earn enough, you actually have to put in even more time. I
1: think the schedule is worse. Yeah. <laughs> worse than a full-timer because you're working for yourself, mm. you your boss. So you are critical of what you want to do and you, if you care about it, I also think that discipline is about respecting what you're doing mm. because if you don't respect it, right, and you, can, you, you, you wouldn't put 100%. There's no discipline to it. There's no focus to it. You're just doing everything sloppy. Mm. If you care for it, right, and you are going to do it proper, right, then you will, like, put yourself together and you will, like, go through it. It's not something that is, like, uh, oh, every single shot, I'm so bored of it now. Mm.
0: That was what I was going to ask you. So I hear you say that, that some... Uh, you repeated it twice, really, about uh, doing oh. your homework or trying to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you say that, right, I was going to ask, because you only do interiors predominantly, does it ever get like stale for you? Or how do you, when you say you try and improve yourself, what does that entail? Because mm. like, for example, I was looking at your Instagram recently in the Martin Modern project. So mm-hmm. it's like a tall skyscraper. scraper. Yeah. Where do you find the vantage point to shoot? Is it a drone? Mm. Do you have to go and learn how to, you know, operate different types of cameras and stuff like that?
1: Um, the camera predominantly uh, doesn't change the gear doesn't change i think it's more the mindset of understanding that the scale is now much larger so the the relationship doesn't change though like how the building interact how one volume of space to the other that kind of don't change so you are just um fiddling around all these are composition of like walls and roof and gardens and floors and 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 make sure that they work uh, in play to what you want to say. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the research I'm talking about maybe is more related to um, their Feedbacks into improving the work will be like um, we spend a lot of time under the roof, but we don't think about how the dwelling affects us. Mm. We don't think about uh, the psychological sensation of how this tall building affects us mm. and living in this like city. You know, like how it affects us. I think. Through that, I want to kind of find ways to have my image evokes a certain um thinking mm. where people will be like, oh, um, that's how it's like living between two tall buildings. Mm. How it feels like um between like because condominiums they are like tall buildings surrounded by a lot of like development, right? So that sensation I think is important for me. Um, whether it's negative positive, that's. You know, something else, but of course, I'm shooting with a client. Mm. I need to be aware that like not to put up work that a little bit too critical. Mm. Um, and on top of that, of course, I do projects that are non um, Aki interior related. There are also works that are like portraiture, mm. um, follow essay, so I've done one for Wired uh, f- uh, for on the topic of drop trippers in Bali. And recently, I've done another photo essay for Design Hotel in uh, Kota Gendabalu. So all these are non-spatial related. Okay, yep. There are more photo essays. Mm. So that kind of refreshed the practice a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: Otherwise, I can imagine if you just like really just hardcore stick to one like 20 days a month, <laughs> it can get quite stifling.
1: If the designers are all very good, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Okay,
0: yes. So there's also that, right? People would think, oh, you're a photographer, so you predominantly work alone. Mm. But do you feel like the clients make a big difference for the project? Some, like for example, a project could be for me. You could have a lot of money, Mm. endless budget, but like the client is kind of an a hole. (laughs) Then the entire process is kind of like messed up already. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Like the people that you work with or hire, you you feel connected and then somehow the work is like better?
1: I I kind of think that I'm very happy that like majority of my clients are, are not asshole. <laughs> They'll be censored, I don't know. No, I don't no censored. <laughs> it. <laughs> it's fine. So anyway, yeah. Um, most of them are pretty nice. I think I only met like four
0: shitty clients shitty
1: clients in really really bad one 11 but years yeah in 11 years That's so really lucky really really good yeah. I'm super lucky yeah and I think because I'm super strict with how I want to do things and how I work with most clients so a lot of time they leave me alone and nobody <laughs> they leave what I do yeah so not so bad yeah um, once in a the while there's uh, some strange request but if it's not
0: what p- is the strange request when it comes to
1: ID? Like removing, um, removing whole buildings from the background. Oh,
0: okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay.
1: I mean, not not that strange, but but like,
0: it's quite unnatural, lah. Unnatural, it's not yeah. I would say ex- it's unnatural. It's yeah. yeah. not the real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or replacing a sky to a blue sky, like I I don't mm, do that. I, mm, I, mm, mm, I mm.
0: You want it to be like this is what what is shot. is what it is, like,
1: Yeah. Even though the image don't look hundred percent like reality, Perfect. but yeah, but realism is important within the image. I yep. feel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you okay, do you face challenges while trying to enforce discipline?
1: I think I feel the discipline for the ego and the emotion is usually the harder portion of mm. what I'm facing because if it comes to when it comes to work because there's a set goal that I'm trying to achieve every year, I'm trying to do something. The, it doesn't uh, get affected. I know I need to do what I need to do. So I keep consistency and I keep doing it. But when it comes to like, sometimes when you have that ego or you have that emotional problem and you, you shouldn't have this outburst against anybody, but mm. it's very hard to discipline it.
0: I know what you mean. So you're talking about like a personal demon, right? Like yeah, fighting yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I think everyone, this is very relevant. Anyone, any industry... Will face this you know you had a bad day you wake up you're just tired or yeah, you had like you don't five bad days correct, do it, yeah. but you already like set the schedule yeah. and you have to go there yeah. and you have I to think. kind of like be pleasant enough you can't go there and be like, bum, 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 and, like do your stuff right? Like, nobody likes that either
1: yeah and you really have to do it not in a way that like okay I'm just gonna like finish the job and get mm-hmm. home that's a bad mentality mm-hmm. you got to like tame that emotion tame mm-hmm. that ego down and say like okay I need to get this done, mm. and I, I think this kind of um, discipline is quite hard to achieve. Yes, to get to separate that emotion, to oh, separate 100%. that. 100 yeah. percent.
0: For me, it's mostly my daughter. If she like something happens to her in school, and yeah, I'm still in work, mm. but you your mind is really like, oh, is she okay yeah, and this yeah. and that. It's very hard to like shut off. Yeah. But sometimes I do find that when I, when I actually turn up at work, mm. it actually makes me happier. Cause then if you are permanently at one place of negativity it's very hard to step out of it if you don't have something that forces you out of it but when you get out of it and you're in a different environment with fortunately I I usually work with quite good people like 80% of my clients are like above and beyond you know like I can hang out with them outside of work Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: and it actually makes me happier it's just that that inertia like that that first step you know to like wake up like oh shit I have to do this today (laughs) yeah
1: for sure yeah Yeah. how do you deal with it though like you have, a method have no choice or... i just suck it up because
0: <laughs> sometimes it's not just about me right yeah, it's, it's about the people you work with and, and other yeah. people around you and yeah. I feel like when I think about that then it's just like really no choice you just go it's just yeah. the first step in your brain just get over that hurdle
1: yeah yeah 100% yeah.
0: yeah okay last question before I take up more of your time do you have any advice on how to remain disciplined mm. I'm sure like basically what we're talking about right how do you like effectively stay disciplined for like so many years? Because at some point when your career started to climb, you could have easily been like, ah, lazy, I'm going to hire two assistants. Two of them can shoot different, like we can shoot three things at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. You could have scaled your business mm-hmm. that
1: way. Yeah, yeah. Why
0: did you decide to stay like one man show and just like exercise the discipline that you do?
1: I think for me, the consistency is so important. It, it, you cannot replace the thinking, um, Getting an assistant, yes, can help with the process, but they can't do the exact shoot that you are trying to do. Mm. So to keep it very pure, I, I, I need like what just now I was talking about, um, respecting the work and having the goal, right? I think when you respect that goal enough, you won't say like, oh, I'm gonna fuck it up. You definitely will keep it on the ball because, like I say, the longer you do it, right, eleven, ten years, right why would you waste 10 years down the drain mm. you, if you some people do it.
0: though some people do though some people are stuck in that mundane job because they are like fixated on their bread bowl see? Mm. so that's a thinking that I kind of want to let people that's know that's the thing that, right yeah.
1: because you are doing something that you hate mm. so to have discipline for that I think is very bad more difficult yeah you are not looking for a discipline you are maybe looking more for motivation oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah so oh. so
0: it's quite interesting because like this is the fourth episode on discipline, right? Mm. And so the, everyone that I've interviewed kind of are saying the same things. Yeah. Essentially, in essence, have a goal that you're passionate about and you love and you'll run towards it. And there will be setbacks like, like what you just yeah, said, yeah. you know, days they you don't feel like it or, or the difficulties. But at the end of the day, if you have something that you're really passionate about, you will get there, you will somehow you, you
1: don't need yeah. to go down the drain right because you have already put in the efforts and um you have already done your your dues right mm. you will not let it go down drain, you will keep consistency, you will keep working on it. I think more of whether you have the discipline to say, "I shouldn't stay in comfort mm. I think that's the that's also quite difficult because um after a while you're so comfortable right jobs are coming in mm-hmm. there's no issue so. Why should you improve yourself? Yeah. But we need to think of it long term and like longevity in the business is more important.
0: And not just a business, I feel like as a human being. Yes. I think that's what I always tell like my team members also. Mm. Like there's so much information compared to when I was younger, you go to a library for books, you mm. know. Now you can go on a national library app, you've got ebooks, you got this and that, you've got the internet. If information is so readily available to you mm. and people do podcasts and you know, like now yeah. and whatnot, yeah. why don't you just take it and run?
1: Yeah, Why exactly. would you yeah.
0: just stay in one zone and be like I'm comfortable? Take it doesn't risk. make sense to me. Yeah.
1: yeah, just take the risk. I think yeah, and on part of that, right, it's also to discipline your fear. It's to discipline your 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 have the courage. You know, I think that's super important. And yeah. you can't just um look at fear and say like oh I don't want to do deal with it. It's really on. on every single moment you're trying to fight that I think is very important yeah.
0: and one thing I would add on is acceptance mm. I think to rid acceptance of peers like I feel like a lot of people are doing things for a lot of other people mm. like because my friends are all doing it they're all dressing like that or they're all buying this or they're doing this sport now let me just join in versus like hey do I really like doing this Yeah, I would rather like if you hate swimming but your friends are all swimming but you love running if you start running and you go and go on Facebook or whatever, right, you can find groups of people who like to meet up and run. Yeah. And then you're just like expanding your horizon and meeting new people and all that. So I feel like that that's something I, I truly believe in as well.
1: Yeah, put yourself in an uncomfortable spot is yeah. so important. Every year, do something you don't like is so yeah. important. Yeah. And I think that improves your mind, improves your body because you you are constantly Consistently in a certain level of stress and shock. Yeah. That I think is so 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 important. Yeah. Yeah. I think to have that discipline to to face that I think is really really like you have to practice, you have to focus, you have to like just do it. No. Yeah. There's no excuses. Like, once you give yourself the excuse to say like, okay, I'm gonna take a break, I think it's it's your so mind hard. deteriorates yeah, as well. The momentum is so hard to yeah, generate. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Hundred exactly.
0: percent. Okay, last last question, okay, because this one I'm interested in myself. Do you think that in photography the gear matters or the person handling the gear matters? Because I know some enthusiasts who buy like top of the line Mm. stuff, and you know, some people just use like whatever camera, you know?
1: Um, For work wise, I think, of course, there needs to be a certain standard Mm. that you have to meet. But beyond that, I I don't think you need anything too good. at the end of the day, you are the one that operates the camera. You, you know the technicality, you know what to look out for. Um, the camera is just a tool. We shouldn't look at the tool and say like, oh, um, this tool will help me do better. You know, mm. The tool is not you. Uh. You, can, yeah. you should let the tool control you. You know. Yeah. Like you, you start blaming like, oh, the tool is not as good. The mic is not as good. Mm. So I can't sing as well. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of funny, right? Yeah. yeah, I think we have to separate that. Mm. To a certain level, yes, you need a certain benchmark. But beyond that, to photograph well, not really. The gear doesn't matter. You can use the phone. And actually, um, recently I was judging a show um, for a project in uh, in New York. One of the contestants is basically the Apple iPhone campaign. Shot from iPhone. So I gave it like a goal. Yeah. I gave it 100%, like 9.10 such amazing shots you know Mm. and they're all done by the iPhone yeah yeah so for sure man you you can use anything
0: Mm. but except when you want to blow it up if you want to blow it up then this big
1: yeah I mean you need yeah so look at the quality of what you're going to do with it yeah what uh,
0: it's used for
1: yeah what it's used for and then have the appropriate tool for it but whether the image is good or not is really depending on the person Mm. yeah
0: Alright, thank you, Kuo Thanks for...
1: Oh, thanks for having me. Taking
0: time today after our <laughs> shoot that we've actually done for more than the time that is allocated for me.
1: No, no, it's good. Thanks for today. Oh, thanks for asking me. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.